Um Lenin Ablat Gemara. We are up to Daf Yudches Amid Aleph. The last thing we learned was an interesting discussion that uh, if somebody, for example, stands on a roof and tosses down an object, uh, let's say a very fancy uh, vessel, and before it lands and crash lands, somebody else came along with a bat and, you know, and smashed it into smithereens. Who's responsible? Exactly. So we say, do we say Bosom be cutter? Do we say that we look at the person when he threw it, it would have inevitably broken. So therefore, it already, as if it already happened. So the person on the bottom, Mona Tavita Tavi, he broke a broken Kaylee. Or do we say we look at it at the time that it broke? So we finished that sugi. However, it's it, uh, Tasis makes a comment, and from this is the very few places where Tasis says, and you can understand yourself, I don't have to bother explaining to you why. Tasis is the very last Tasis, Zion obeys. He says, there's a fundamental difference. If the actual Kaylee you're about to destroy, you're throwing down, or you're throwing a, an arrow towards a Kaylee which is sitting on the ground. So, in other words, what happens if there's a, the other way around? There's a Kaylee sitting on the ground. Reuben is on top of the house and he takes a bow and arrow and he, he aims it at this Kaylee and the arrow is going directly to the Kaylee about to break it. And then somebody comes along with a bat and breaks the Kaylee before the arrow hits it. So Tasis, that's very different. That's very different. And he says at the end of Tasis, it is such a simple svara, to distinguish throwing a stone to break a, a Kaylee or the Kaylee itself. I'm not going to bother telling you what the difference is. Very interesting. So, so first of all, before we get to the Tesis, the way we learn Pshat and Gemara is the way everybody learns, except the Ramban. The Ramban learns exactly the opposite of what we learned. The way we learned is that the guy on top, as soon as he threw the Kaylee, it's as if it broke already, because it's going to break in five seconds. So we treat it legally as if it broke already. Um, the Ramban, and, and they live for the guy on the bottom, broke a broken Kaylee. Says the Ramban, Pumfakert. He says, look in the words of the Gemara. Rabbah said that the second guy is Potter. Rabbah does not say that the first guy is Chayev. He says, if everyone else is right, that the guy on top is the one who broke the Kaylee, even though someone else came with a bat, then what Rabbah should have said is, the guy who threw it is the one who's liable. He doesn't say that at all. He says, the guy on the bottom is Potter. So you know what Rabban says? The guy on top for sure is Potter. He didn't do anything. He didn't break it. Why should he be chayiv? The, the guy in the bottom is also potter. I, why is the guy in the bottom potter if he's the one who broke it? Because if you were to try to sell it at that second when he came along with the bat, which you know that in five seconds there won't be anything left, what value does it have? Nil. So he broke something with nil value. So in other words, it's not like Bosomi Kodas Lina Fakert. We look at it now. But what is it now? It has no value. Pum Fakert. It's like lateral thinking. Pum Fakert. All the way you normally shot. But then getting back to Tesis, where Tesis makes that distinction which most of Shainim say. So the Tesis HaChayshin, the Simon Sintzadik, points out that there are a number of Shainim who actually disagree uh, with Tesis. First, he brings a rush, but there's a famous Mukha Yasef, which we'll talk more about when we get there in a few days, where the Mukha Yasef asks an interesting question. If you hold that your fire is like your force, which the Gemara will have, she asks the question. So when you're lighting a fire, it's your force that's continuously lighting the fire. So he asks the question. The Mukhaysh has a question. How can you, uh, what do you call it? How can you go ahead and light Shabbos candles? You're burning on Shabbos. You're lighting because it's your force that's continuing, you know, to propel it, that it's making it burn. The Mukhaysh says, the moment you lit it, the fire, 
It's as if it already happened. It all burned already on Friday. And that opens a Pandora's box with Hanukkah, which we'll talk about next week. But um, that's what it says. Yep. But the thing is, the Gemara, like, exactly. We'll talk about that when we get to the Chilashirim's question. When your fire goes in the next person's house, why are you chayev? Yeah. You continuously lie, it's not a muscle. We'll talk about that too. Okay. I, I will talk about when we get to Hanukkah. It's the difference. Well, that's something that's something totally different. No, that's something different. That's where Halacha says that this this Esther comes from an Asherah tree. And therefore the Halacha says you have to burn it. So it's as if it's already started on command. Not because it's a five. No, no, but you're we're talking about a Matthias. And you're talking about halacha. We're talking about a mitzvah. I talk a little fire. And the question is, it's inevitable what's going to happen. Do we consider as if it already happened? You're talking about, there's no fire there. Halacha says that this is from an asher tree. What do you have to do with this? Asher? Burn it. Okay. But we don't have a halacha. No, so it's not a halacha question. It's a legal question. It's a mitzvah question. You have no relationship with that thing after after left your hand. So why are you chayiv? Let's see over this. Somebody in the case where apiteva it should happen. Why are you chayiv? You chayiv because as if you're still holding on to this thing until it gets to the thing. If you remember, you also had a similar distinction in in Ksubis of Lamanal, the the difference if you on Shabbos if you throw something or if you're walking with four arms, walking with it four arms. Because by throwing on Shabbos, the moment it left your shoes, it's as if it all happened because you have no connection with it afterwards. Yeah, but that's that's not really what that's a different issue. They were talking about if it goes from a, okay, we're putting too many issues together. But let's go back here. Says So we see from the Mukiyesh's question, there the Gemara says fire is like an arrow. And yet the Mukiyesh's question is, but the Mukiyesh's answer is, it's as if it all happened in the beginning. Taisus just said there's a big difference if you throw an arrow or if you throw the object itself. And, and if you throw an object itself, the object itself, this object is going to break as if it happened right now. If I'm throwing an arrow, I have no connection yet to the object that's going to break until it breaks. So Tate says over there, obviously, you can't say it's Mikura because right now, when the Kaylee's sitting on the ground, is there any relationship between me and that Kaylee? No. Only between my arrow. When the arrow hits the Kaylee, that's where it breaks. That's what Tate is saying. That question of probability, it's irrelevant. The point is, is you can't say it already happened because what, what is your relationship right now with that Kaylee sitting on the ground? If I'm taking the Kaylee and I'm throwing off the roof, the Kaylee, if I'm throwing off the roof, the Kaylee is already, this Kaylee that is going to break is already related to me. I already put everything into it right now. That's going to happen. So Taysha says, so if it happened right now, if I throw an arrow and to break a Kaylee, it's 100% going to break and I'm a bullseye guy. But the fact is, there's no relationship between me and the Kaylee. How can you say it's as if it happened? But the Mukiyesha clearly says that fire, which is like an arrow, as if he already lit the whole Shabbos candles, which means clearly he holds no difference whether it's an arrow or whether it's a thing. And yeah, we'll talk more about the Mukiyesha when we get to Let's go to now. The Gemara, we're up to the Yechel Shabbat Aleph. We're up to the, what do you call it? Boi Rava. So Rava has a number of questions. We already established that the whole idea of Chatsi Nezik Tzreiris, that if an animal is walking, the normal course of a Vents, animal walks and, and rocks and pebbles go flying. So we say that these are called serratus, right? It's not the animal directly with his gufa breaking it, it's only a, a, a force of the animal. And halach machine says you only pay half. And basically, the Hogan mother Robert wants to know how do we so what's halach machine telling us that this that that even though this is common, it falls under the umbrella of Karen. 
because um, who else pays half an ezek? Or is it still treated like regal? But, and there's a lot of differences. For example, do you pay from the animal itself like Keren, or do we pay from the best of your properties if it's worth more, exceeds the value of the animal? You, you pay the best of your properties to a premium, but like, just like regal. How do we view it? What happens if you ward it three times? Is it like Keren that the four time mood you pay the full Nezik, or is it like a regal that this is always remains, you know, this it's always regal from the beginning? It was like regal. So, and the Tater says, Halakrashina says that you only pay half a Nezik, then a hundred times you pay half a Nezik. How do we understand? How do we understand? This is Bushnola Zarova's question. Now, Rashi throughout the Gemara itself comes up with two different ways of learning the whole Gemara, it makes it very complicated, but we'll try to learn one way and sometimes we'll have to go to the other way. Okay, let's see Gemara. Boy, Rabbi the question, if you pay. The half a nezek of traded pebbles is megufa mishalm. Do we say it becomes like keren? And now that you're paying half a nezek, where else do you pay half a nezek? Only by keren. So therefore, you only pay from the animal itself. So if the damage exceeds the value of the animal, you will not pay it. If the, if the value, if the damage that you did was five hundred dollars and your animal is worth only two hundred fifty, you're only going to pay sorry two hundred. You're going to pay half of what the damage is two fifty. Even uh, sorry, you're going to pay only two hundred because that's the value of the animal. And malia mishalm, or you pay two fifty. Even though your animal were two hundred, you got to pay the whatever, like just like regal. It's like kind of like regal. We don't find any way that a chatzinezik pays from uh, above the animal. The only chatzinezik we have is keren, which is you pay from the value of the animal. This is regal. It remains regal. Novas is like a cost that you pay only fifty percent. But what is it? It's still regal. Touch for coming here. The same brises we had yesterday. We had two brises, and we tried to make a machlekes. Other two brises. So this is when the ch- when this uh, chicken was was jumping around, and first we thought the chicken so broken. So why would even machlekes if you have to pay full net? That's regal. So then we said, so the chicken was jumping around and pebbles went flying, and we said yesterday that the machlekes maybe if you go bust me kara because the you know if the chicken was jumping on the rocks, so therefore you pay the full amount. It's like regal or buster, You know after when, when it happened, when it happened, it was only the force. You should pay chatzinazik. And we said no. They're arguing in the machlekes of of, of sumchus rabbanon. But which is what? Whether there is such a concept of chatzinezik traders. Everyone agrees it's the pebble, it's the force. The question is, you know, do you pay a full amount or half amount? In fact, we're going to have the same two prices repeated about four times in the Gemara, and the same conclusion as well. But each time we're going to try to give another explanation as to what they're arguing in. So here, Toshma Kuban here, it says in one, but I say, he does enemy. That was, it's not a movement. Ain't a movement. Jumping around for chickens on a movement. And then the Yeshem, others say, Hadez Mood is a movement. He does Alkadatach. Are we talking about uh, it could be jumping? How can anybody disagree that it's a move? Of course, it's a move. It's a regal. Ella, it must be love. He does the heat. must be talking about that he jumped around and then pebbles on flying. This is my So, what the one the bride that says it's not a move, of course, it's a move. Of course, it's a move. It's a regal. But what do you mean when you say not a move that you don't pay like a move? Now, what do you mean don't pay a move? You only pay the value of the animal. You never pay. Uh, you never pay the amount which exceeds the value of the animal. That you let, no, you pay way beyond the, the, the value. Of the it's irrelevant because it's regal. So now we're trying to say the two brides are arguing this very question that the Rabbi is asking. You go back to what we said yesterday that these two brides are talking about this is mamish regal. It, you know, it, it jumped on things and it broke it. And, uh, and, you know, um, so, so pebbles went flying. And the machlekes is, is it like Sumchus, there's no such thing as Chatzinezik, sorry. Sumchus argues on this concept And we said yesterday that in itself was a problem because we thought the Ramadan says just, nobody ever argues like Moshe Or, they're like, they're a bonus, they half, that's all. Toshma, come in here. A dog took a cookie, uh, a biscuit. 
and it's straight off the coal, burning hot. And then he went to a, a pile of uh, grains. He ate the, 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 that shen, right? He ate, enjoyed it. The hidling is a goddess. And he set fire to the goddess. How did he set fire to the goddess? Either the cookie itself was so hot, was still, you know, burning, so that there's a fire on the cookie. And, you know, and, and that burned it. All those pieces of, you know, embers attached to the cookie, and that fell on. So that's more like koyach, right? It was the koyach of the, dragged it there and dropped it, and then the fire traveled to the goddess. Now the because that is like Sreis. My timer, why is that? It's Sreis. Okay, what's the problem? Or the Vatonia lobby, learned in the Braise commenting on that din, Mishalom Chatinezik, Megufoy. You pay Megufoy. Clear that Chatinezik Sreis, Robert's question is now like Keren, and Keren only pays from the value of the animal. You never pay more than the value of that. Okay. Says he wanted, it can't be, because if you read the Braise further, Interesting, Gemara does not quote the Jews, Gemara quotes the Brice, Gemara doesn't, you know what the Brice says. The Tisbril asks a question, it says later on in the Brice um, that Rabeloza, uh, Rabeloza, he says that you pay Nezek Shalom. Rabeloza, you pay Nezek Shalom. On that very case, on the fire, on the, the, on the, the, fire, on the, on the pile of, of grain, you pay a Nezek Shalom. But, Megufi. He says you pay Nezek Shalom, Megufi from the animal itself. Okay, now, me ask me asking, where do you find that you ever pay Nezek Shalom Megufen? The only time you say you don't pay more than the value of the animal was Chati Nezek. But with Nezek Shalom, you pay whatever the damage the damage you, you, you cause, that's what you pay. Where do you, where's the brother come along and say that you pay Nezek Shalom Megufen? Ella must be, call you going, for example, the Shani Bahabi it must be talking about a case where he's not doing it the normal way of the fire. For example, he took the, the coal in his mouth and brought the coal near the fire, near the place, wherever they were, near the pile of, of grains there. That is a shinu. And, and um, so we're not talking about Sreidus here. We're talking about like Keren. We're talking about Keren. That's what we're talking about here. Because anything which you don't do the normal way, the normal way would have been if the animal took the cookie in his mouth. And eating it, and then whatever it is, and then dropped it, and the fire traveled. Here, he took the fire and brought it. He took the fire and brought it to the to, to the the coal and brought it to the. That's not normal. The moment it's not normal, what is it? It's keren. And keren, you always pay megufer. Ah, you can ask me a question. So why nezik shalom? Keren, you only pay half a nezik. But Raftarfin, remember, this is talking about is in the victim's property. And what did Raftarfin say? Mishuna keren, mishus hanizik. That if you trespass, you have to pay another shalom. But uh, even if Tarifin says you pay another shalom, you only pay Migufa from the animal itself. It doesn't take away from Kedan. He just argues in how uh, much. That's too bad. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, nothing to do with Shreder. So it has nothing to do with Robert's question. That's what he's talking about. So nothing. So what do you bring that I from here? And you have no choice. You have to say it has nothing to do with the rubber, because otherwise, try to explain to me that Belazar says that you pay Nezik Shalom Migufoy. Give me a precedent that you pay Nezik Shalom Migufoy. No such precedent. Unless it's Keren, of course, of Tav. And why would it be Keren? Because you made a Shinu. I could bring a light to You want to know my time with Belazar Tav. Why do you want to say some Tav? Because you Shalom, right? You're, you're bothered why you're paying Nezik Shalom. So you're going to say it's Keren and in, in, trespassing. That Belazar may be so like Sulchid, I'm sorry, Nezik Shalom, Michelle. No, maybe it is traitors. And maybe it is a riot to rather. 
But Abu Lazar holds like 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 in Sumchis. What does Sumchis say? That Shabbos so pays as a shalom, and that's why I pay as a shalom. So why are you paying Megufa? If it's Mamish and Egel, what does Sumchis say? That no such thing as Shabbos is like any other Egel. New Egel pays Nezik Shalom from the whatever the damage is. What, what are you telling me Megufa? Where's Gufa coming? Ah, fascinating. The Shabbos you have Yehuda. The whole later, a very astonishing Rabbi Yudu holds that if the animals are tam and you had a normal fence there and an animal broke through, okay, it's not your fault. You're like your potter. Uh, you normally say, you potter. But the animals are moving and it breaks through, then you, you should have been more careful. He says, put for catch. If the animals are tam and broke through, you're chayef. But the animals are moving, you're potter. And there's a machlek that Rabbi Rabbi and Rabbi to understand how can a muid be potter and the time is high. So Rabbi Adab and Abba learns that Rabbi Huda is saying, not that you're potter for the whole amount. The time part, he says that a muid doesn't mean it's a new animal. It's a time plus. So the time part of it, of course you pay. It's the other part, the muid part, that you don't have to pay that extra bit. So what Rabbi Huda's rule is, that every muid is a time plus. So go back to Rabbi Huda. So this Rabbi Lozer holds like sunchis, that a regal, you pay the full amount. But I can pay the full amount, but you can have. But when you full amount, it's fifty percent, which is like a tam, and fifty like a muid. So the fifty percent of like a tam has the laws of a tam, which is you pay megufa. So when Rabbi Loza says that you pay megufa in this case over here, where the animal went with the cookie, he didn't mean the whole hundred percent megufa. The fifty percent, the part which, which is the tam, is megufa. The other fifty percent, which is the muid, you pay. You know whatever the value is. Says the the chitani megufa tatamus. You're talking about the tam part. What are you talking about? When does Rabbi Yehuda say, when do we just say he's in, if you were Keren, so first you start out three times your time, the fourth time you become a Mu'at, says Rabbi Yehuda, since you started out being a Tam, it doesn't leave you, you're a Tam plus. But this is Regal. Regal, you're a Mu'at from day one. There's no Tam part here. We, what 50% Tam? What do we just say? We try to answer. 50% Tam, you know, where do you think Tam coming in? It doesn't make, there's no such thing. So your chat doesn't make sense. So therefore, we have no choice but to learn that this price has nothing to do with the rubber's question. Says the Gemara, it can't be too much righteous. What's too much Kevin? I'm gonna let us remember Rabbi Ashi Larbina. Aim with the Shamlei Rabbi Yehuda, but Tam benasi muid. If you start out being a Tam, then you become a muid. Okay, so he says the Tam remains and you add a muid. But the movement philosophy, if we're talking about a case of treyus here, which means from day one you were regal, and you hold like sumcha that you pay the full amount, where's the Tam coming in? Mishamitle. Says the Gemara again, no. I can still learn the Bryce is talking about traders, nothing to do with, uh, and, and therefore it is a riot to run. How? But the problem is, Rabbi Lazar says you pay Nezek Shalom, make Gufoy. Where does Gufoy come in? Rabbi Lazar says, Nezek Shalom, he's talking about what? Now here, Rashi has, okay, we're talking about over here that. The person, this is one shot last year. You made a shinui. We're talking about here, you made a shinui in the traders. In other words, it's traders, but you didn't behave like normal traders. You made some kind of a shinui in the trade, did not do it the wrong way. I gave it a kick instead of just walking in the park. Oh, yeah, means you were warned three times. What happened like this? He going to Ayayid. This person made a shinui in the traders and was warned three times. So, and he holds. And the question is, we say, let's say, Chatzin Nezik is, is like, in a way, it's like Kedan, because you're paying only half a Nezik. What happens if you were warned three times, the fourth time? Do we still say you're paying always Chatzin Nezik? Or the fourth time, it's like Kedan, then you'll come and move and you pay not Nezik Shalom. 
Rabbi Lezer holds that you pay now Nezik Shalom. He says that by Tzreilis, if you pay, but you made a shit. You made it because you made a shit. This is one Pshanashi. Therefore, there's Muad. The second Pshanashi, which he says he likes better, but then he goes back to the first and it's always confusing. Something that has nothing to do with making a shinu. Stam. Chati nezik traders. Forget shinu. A normal case of chati nezik traders. You were warned three times. Does it become full or not? Does it become a full thing or not? So that Belezer holds that it becomes a, a half becomes full. No, it's after three times warning, you now pay the nezik shalom. So there's a time that becomes a muid. So the first half, the first half, the first three times, you only pay chati nezik. It's like a time. And the fourth time you're going to pay Nezik, he holds that even anywhere we have you pay Chachi Nezik if you're warned enough times, you can now take responsibility. The whole Indian of Chachi Nezik is because that's their Chibuch. So it's normal. A cow walks, and when it walks, it kicks up stones. So, so how can you have a mood in something which is the normal Derek? Oh, so Rashi himself says, this, this is a problem. Rashi himself says that this is the, the main shot, I just told you right now. But he has a problem. Since it's really Rego, what's the difference three times or a hundred times? This is how an animal walks. So by a time, it's an irregular behavior. So therefore, after three times, you say, look, it's a habitual gorer. You better take care. Every animal walks around with a rock go flying. What, what, what are you warning in about? What's, what changed the fifth time over the second time? <laughs> he has a problem, but he said, that's how my Rebbe's learned. That's the main shot. Pesha then tries to explain the Rashi's second shot, how it works, and everything else. But that's the halach itself. You know, the fourth time you warn, you become, since it's like Keren, Halach is that it becomes like Kedan in this respect that in the fourth time you that the whole thing doesn't make sense. No, no, because he's saying the whole thing is Allah Majina, which means it's not a logical thing. So the Halach Majina says that the first three times you're like Kedan, you pay 50%, and the fourth time you're like Kedan, that now you're full full price. I, I, what's the what's swara? No swara. That's Allah Majina. That's how someone will learn. It's a direct damage. It's just yeah, but every animal walks. What's the damage? Somebody's somebody's near you, and he he's walking right by you. It can't be the shusharabim because there's no nezek by shusharab. No, there's no regular by shusharab. It can only be in the victim's place. You're walking in the victim's place. An animal walks. Rocks go flying. That's how it is. You can't. There's nothing you could do. Something. So he's a shlomazel. It keeps happening there. So, so you got to be more careful what's around you, especially in the victims. In... No, no, no. You're you're trespassing. You remember, you're trespassing. <clears throat> you remember you're trespassing. Yeah, but he's saying here, he's saying here, the whole dinner trade is only in the victim's property. So when you're in, not in the public place, so in the victim's property, if you take your animal, make sure there's nothing around. Maybe that's okay. It's an interesting swara. Okay, so now let's go. We'll continue learning Rashi like Rashi's second shot, but sometimes I have to go to his first shot. Says the Gemara, now, in fact, so why does Rabbi have a question? Yes, let's listen to the second way, which is three times after you did Sreda, do you become a Muad or not? You're telling me now that that's a Machlech Rabban Rabbalazar. So what's the question? Doesn't matter how many times, you don't you only pay Chatzinezik forevermore. And Ira Rabbalazar, yes, Rabbalazar says the fourth time you pay. Full amount, but but you know, Magufa is the fifty percent. You know that you were originally used Magufa, and then afterwards you come Malia. So what's the Rav's question? I'm said, I'm now. You're right. This particular Rabban Rabbalazer, they all agree that um, they're not arguing in in, in the in the fundamentals of the Rabban and the Sumchus. But I'm arguing the Rabban who argue with Sumchus, and they hold the Chatzin Nezik You only pay half a Nezik. I want to know according to them. 
What happens? He did it three times. I'm talking about the Rabbanon who argue with Sumchas. They hold. Now Rashi is going to go back to his, 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 his first shot. That is, here the Rabban Ablazer all hold you pay Nezek Shalom. But he's talking about a case he made a Shinui. And because he made a Shinui, you go down to Chatzin Nezek. And then the question is, here, in three times, what happened? Because since he made a Shinui, it becomes like Chatzin Nezek. So is it like Keren Mamish? And then you have like a movie with Rabban Ablazer or no? Or, you know, stays like that. The time of my Omer Rabban, Chatzin Nezek, the Shoni. So, and um, and they're arguing, they're arguing with Tavra Abundant because you walked into a, a, a victim's place because it's like Keren. Remember, you made a shinui. Rashi goes back to the first shot. Come on, you made a shinui. That's Rabbalazarachom. You made a shinui. And therefore, you like Keren. And you trespass, you went to another thing. And the argument is, is it like Tavra that if you Keren trespassing, you pay the full lezig or not? Nothing to do with my question about Sreda, says Rabbi. My question is the argument of Rabbanon and, and Sumchis, whether Chatzin Nezik Sreda is half or full. Rabbanon hold you pay only half, which is what we paskin. Halihilchis and Gimino is only half. I want to know if he did it three times and you warned, what happens the fourth time? So I ask a question. You're telling me that this whole argument is the Rabbalaza and the Chachamim, you know, that Rabbalaza holds like a tarfin, that you are, that you, since it's a kid and you went into a, you know, because you made a shinui and you went into a, a person's property and therefore, uh, you know, what do you call you, you You pay the full amount, but it's uh, it's only Megufay. That's why he says Megufay. Says the Gemara, who said? Once a tarfin says that if you trespass and you go into the other person's property, you pay the full nezik, if it's a full nezik, you pay the full value of the damage. You're telling me that why Rabbalazah say Megufay, nothing to do with Sreidus, he made a shinui, it's keren, but he holds like a tarfin when you trespass in the victim's property, you pay the full amount, but Megufay. Who told you that holds Megufay? Lechayda tarfin saying you pay the full amount means you like a muid, the very first time you like a muid, and you pay from whatever the damage is. Second in yes. Rabtavan holds you pay Magufa because it's still kedded. It's first still the first three times. I, uh, so why did he make you pay the full amount? Where does Abtarfan learn to hold in? Abtarfan says, Madakedin, which is so strict. You the Shambaregal, you don't pay in a public place. Kedin, you pay in a public place in the Shusarabim. Uh, so surely in the in the Shusanizik, you should be like Shambaregal and pay the full amount. Because Kedin is stricter than Shambaregal. So therefore, since you're learning from Keren in Shusarabim, what's it done by Keren in Shusarabim the first three times? You only pay Megufoy. So even though you committed damage in the in trespass, it can't be stronger than the than the than the Keren in Shusarabim. Anything you learn from a Kavachim, the Chomer, the stricter one, cannot be any stricter than the lenient one. And since the lenient one, since the, um, the Keren in Shusarabim, you pay for the value of the animal, you never pay the, the price if it exceeds the value of the animal the first three times. Same thing when you trespass in the Shusarabim, the Tavra says you pay only Megufay. Die, you love Nizik and Adam. Think what are you talking about? So how much do you pay Keren in Shusarabim? 50%. If this rule is correct, that when you have a Kavachim, you cannot exceed whatever you pay in the Shusarabim, so then in, in trespassing, you shouldn't pay more than 50%, because die, you love and adin, you're learning from Ken and the Shusarabim, so it should be like Ken and Shusarabim, just like Megufay, we're learning from the Shusarabim, so too, 50%, not 
not a hundred percent. Reb Tavron less than Listen, he obviously doesn't hold to this principle of Daya. Obviously, because he's learning in, in, in trespassing, you pay a hundred percent. So you've got a very important rule. Sometimes we say Daya, and sometimes we don't say Daya. If the Daya completely repudiates the Kabbalah, then we don't say Daya. So, for example, this Keren to tell me that Keren, <clears throat> if you trespass, you pay fifty percent. I don't need Kabbalah. Shevaregel, you pay in, in, in a private property. Why shouldn't you pay for Keren? Or why not? Buy Shevaregel, you don't pay in the public because the trader says clearly, be able to have a Pusik. Had it not been the Pusik, what's the difference where you damage? You cause damage, you got to pay. So Keren, there's no Pusik telling us either way. So wherever you are, you pay. So what's the point of the Kabbalah? It has to tell you something new. The only new thing is that when you trespass, don't pay 50 like normal Keren, pay like Shevaregel, pay 100%. So there, if you're going to tell me, oh, what's that? You're learning from a Keren Shosurabim. You can't say Dayoi, because then if you have Dayoi, there's no Kavachayim anymore. What I need a Kavachayim to tell me 50%. But Megufai, even if I reject the Ali and I say, look, you only pay from the value of the animal, I still have a Kavachayim to tell me you pay 100%. Then I will apply Dayoi. So, then we have Dayoi. And that's so, therefore, again, we have no support. You, you could learn like a pro, support to Rava from the Braisa, or you, or you say you can't. He's thinking about further Gufa. Let's analyze the question of Rava. Boy, Rava, yes, you want to know by traders three times. What happens the fourth time? The question is, like Keren, Midaminale, since you pay only Chatzinezik, is it similar to Keren in every respect that after three times you become full? Well, maybe even though the trader said, Halach Machina says you pay only 50%, it's still like Keren, but that, legally it's exactly like Regal. And by Regal, it makes no difference the first time or the tenth time. Fashma, same two prices. He does the chicken jumping around. Ain't a mood. It's not a mood. Another opinion says, how is a mood? He does jumping around. How can be an argument? Of course, it's, it's a regal. Ella, he does vihitis. He jumped around and pebbles went flying. My love, he's not talking about. So what's the argument here? You did it three times. And now the question is, mood means you pay the full amount. So the question is the fourth time. Are you a mood? In other words, does things change? That they even know straighters, instead of paying 50%, you pay the full amount or not? This argument. One of them says, yes, there is a there's warning, you become a muid, even though it's 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 regal. And you do this every single day as a matter. After three times, you should have been more vigilant and we'll use Khan Swara because in the private property, you should make sure there's nothing around surrounding Umasaba Reinada. So that's that's a response to Rabbi's question. We're talking about the very first time. These two brides the first time, so the argument. How many times we have this already? That they're arguing in the argument of so it must be a, a conversation, different issues. They're arguing in the machlekes of Sumchus and Rabbanon, whether you pay, whether you um, you pay full nezik by traders only half. If an animal goes ahead and lays dung or an excrement on top of dough, Rabbi says Mishalom nezik shalom. Rabbi says you pay the full amount, and Rabbi Lazar says chati nezik. What's the argument over here? Now, the galim is not the animal self-shoving. It's the force of the animal. It came out of the animal, separated from the animal. That's like a force. Remember, we learned yesterday that things are attached to the animal while it's, atta- while it's attached. But once it, it separates from the animal, it's like a force. It's like a kayak. It's raidus. Exactly, it's raidus. And that's, and, and Rabbi Lada says, what's the argument? What are they arguing? My love is, he did it three times. And now the fourth time, the question is, is there a mood you paid full or not? Simple. Yeah, and like the first time, and the arguing whether this chatzinezik uh, you pay half or you pay the full amount.
that's the argument. Exactly. This the Gemara just you know goes over and over and over again. The Gemara, but Mashuni, I don't understand. How can you call this shreder? This is not normal. Is it normal for an animal to lay dung on top of a on top of dough? That's not a normal thing. I was walking, whatever it is. But here, like he went specifically on top of the dough and 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 laid his dung. That's that should be kedin. That animal, maybe it's dumping on dough. That's correct. Oh, someone answers, there's nowhere else for the animal to move. So, exactly, it's very narrow, and therefore, what do you call it? It's laid on it, so so it's considered, it's not ketan, you went out to damage. It's a, it's a machine, it's not normal, it's a normal way. Rashi has a whole chakita, generally when an animal lays dung, is that shen? Anything which animal does for, for pleasure is considered shen. What about what do, you, do we consider this um, shen or not? So one shot in Rashi is that no, that laying galim is not shen. It's more stratus. It is stratus because it left the animal. Shen is when the animal consumes or the animal body or, and that this also has an when it lays dung has an off. But it's it it left the body. No, and all the cases of shen is like the body itself. You know, is, it's rubbed, had an itch, it rubbed itself. And something that brings a pleasure directly to the body. This is by relieving itself. So therefore, one Pshadanashi is, this is not a tool of Hashem, but rather, this is Tzreidus. I said the Chaynika. Okay. So why don't you just say that this is, these two Amoraim, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Lazar, are arguing. And let's just say, one of them says the Halacha is like Sumchus, that you pay many Shalom, instead of having an argument about a case, just tell them what the Halacha is. So the no, the reason why they talk about this particular case is they want to teach you a Kiddush regarding dung. South, I would have thought, I would have thought, this is not considered a force. I would have thought, because, like, you know, this is like, this came from the body itself. All general cases of force is something outside the body, extraneous. Uh, you took a pebble and, and, you know, whatever. Here, it came from the body. If it came from the body, maybe that should be considered like Shen. Chicken put its mouth in the in the in the opening of, of a glass uh, jug. The talker boy started to yell, and and broke it. You pay a a, a full nezik. Yeah, the voice, the voice broke. See. I was once in the zoo here in Melbourne. There was a line. Usually, the line go to two hours. They're always asleep. This time, the line so woke up. There's a bridge, a brick, concrete bridge. You go over the lines, then, and suddenly gave a roar. The entire bridge started to move. Shook, shook. But I'm going to tell you when these animals make a sound. And the voice. You know, the the, the, the broke the kalim. Misham chatinezik. You pay chatinezik. Why do you pay chatinezik? Because it's a traitorous. It's a force. My love going to over to Lassimna. Even though he did it three times, and um, we have him a chaykis. Rambam Chazal says you pay nezik shalom for the chicken that broke it. You know the thing. And Rabbi Yisus said, "Name Rav, no, you pay only chatinezik." What's going on here? What's a machlekes? Luchayde, we're talking about they did it three times. The machlekes is does it convert? Does it transform to a muid? Does traders become a muid? That's my Rav's question. Zakti's question. What's it now again? The chadzim, the uba pluk, the sumchah, the bonigrei for me. The same, same answer. Sumchah doesn't believe in chatzim. Traders, you pay full nezik, and the bonholdi do. So anybody bonholdi shouldn't? I don't understand. Why is this even traders? 
This is normal. Is this normal for the for the chicken to put its mouth in uh, whatever it is, beak inside the, the this glass jug and start yelling? But says yes. Each made basrani. There were food, grain inside the thing, so it's normal to go after the grain. It doesn't think at all where it's going. Which quickly to do that. Boy, and we already had it before. Boy, Ramashi, yes. Oh, no, sorry, we didn't have it before. He asked a question. Yes, she knew the trailers of the Vienesic ancient trailers of Vienesic. If trailers is half a Nesic, normal trailers, what happened? He made a shinny. Do we say that, that that it goes down, it gets reduced? A shinny, every time you do a shinny, it's like Keren. No, it's by a tam, by Keren, goring. Uh, normally you pay full, but if you made a shinny, those are the first three times. If you shinny, you pay half. So here, if normally you pay half a Nesic, you make a shinny, you should be a quarter Nesic. Yeah, or not. No, this is like Keren exactly, which is, means you know, the first few times it's half an hour. Is, 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 don't answer the question. The boy Rabbi Yes had the ancient. He's asking if there's a mood. No, he's asking, is it like regal? For those who think it's a mood, or is it like Keren? So, what are you asking now? You're saying it's exactly like Keren, and just like Keren, the first three times you pay half of what normally pay over here also. Isn't it clear from Rabbi's question that, that you know, that, 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 that's, that, that, that that's not an issue at all? That's why he's asking about mood. Robert is actually asking my question plus. If you can tell me that there's no shinny at all, in other words, you always pay half. It doesn't go, it's not because if if the din is the first three times you pay a quarter, then the, then when we say you pay half an as it's only the fourth time and onwards. What's Robert's question? Is there more? Of course, there's more. Normally, you pay a quarter the first three times, and then you pay a half. Yes, and that's his question. Take who? Boy, the question we had is yesterday. According to Sumchis, you pay the full amount. That's if it's direct force. The pebble went flying in. You know. What about if the pebble was flying, broke a keli, and the keli then went flying and broke another keli? The force of a force. Is it like the force you pay the full amount? Does he believe in Allah, but he believes it's only relegated to a force of a force? I don't believe in Allah, he's a role. Cloud. Hey, cool, amazing question. Sorry, it's pretty uh, 